Hey guys, how's it going out there? Thanks for tuning in to the YFYI podcast. On today's episode, we're going to hear a story time and we're continuing our study, our exploration and the journey of me going to Harvard and not only going to Harvard, but attaining a degree from Harvard. And on this episode, I'm going to get into all the different Harvards because there's not just Harvard. There's lots of different options, a little overwhelming at first, but we're going to go through some of the different options and distinctions between um, the different types of education that Harvard offers and learn a little bit why Harvard is pretty dope as a visionary in education and being like the uh, prestigious university being put up on that pedestal. I think there's a lot of validity to that uh, because they've been at the forefront of education and and a lot of things way, way before um, anyone else. So we'll talk a little bit about that as well. So hopefully you guys will enjoy this episode, learn a little bit more about Harvard and uh, be inspired to take some next steps. So here we go. Let's get into the podcast. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How is everybody doing this morning? Hopefully you guys are doing good. Hopefully you're feeling good. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's time. We're live. We're live. It's time for story time this morning. I'm early. It's 8.57. It's almost 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hopefully you guys are doing good. Thanks for being here. Thanks for joining story time. Got a got a fun segment today. We're going to be continuing our exploration. So for those of you guys who have been following along over the past, I guess this is episode number 47. So 47 episodes of story time in the books. Um, this is integrated into the YFYI podcast, which is over 200 episodes. But these 47 episodes... I've been coming to you live with Storytime every morning, Monday through Friday, and we started this during the uh, coronavirus onset, the pandemic. As the pandemic rolled in, I was thinking, well, what can we roll out? How can I keep connected and stay connected with all of you guys? And uh, so Storytime was born. Storytime was something that was kind of in the back of my head for a number of years. I wanted to do Storytime and just, you know, there's a lot of things, you know, you want to do. And you think about it, you're like, you know, that would be a good idea. And you think like, that would be a good idea. And you think, you know what, that would be a good idea. But a lot of those good ideas we don't take action on. And this was something I thought about a couple of years ago. When I finished writing my first book, I thought, you know, how cool would it be? I grew up when uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood was a thing. And if you're too young to remember that, Google Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. And that was a thing where he would, you know, do these story times and you kind of learn some things and you get together and, you know, he would read. And so that's how this whole idea started. I was thinking about I want to do like a modern day Mr. Rogers neighborhood. So story time was born and I was reading through, you know, my books and I started reading and researching um, other companies and bringing those to you guys. And I've got a list of companies and we'll we'll be talking more about companies, um, but story time, just learning things in general, um, that's kind of like the premise of it. And so right now, uh, as we're going through this week, we started, I started sharing with you guys one of my long um, kind of kept secrets, like a hidden secret of mine, is to graduate go to go to one graduate two from harvard like i've always like held harvard you know it's a prestigious university and i've held it up you know on this pedestal 
never really knew about it, never even thought it was an option, thought it was like a joke, impossible um, to even, don't even think about it, right? And when I went through high school, never heard about it. I don't remember really anybody ever going there um, or even talking the word until I started a business when I started my companies in 2008 slash 2009. You know, we had a president, our first black president, Barack Obama, got elected. And that was the first kind of time I like heard about Harvard because they made like a big deal. Like he was, you know, he graduated from Harvard. He met his wife at Harvard. And then I started learning about business. And I started learning about all these different business figures, leaders, people that I looked up to, um, executives, you know, some famous, some not, um, some you never heard of. But Harvard, all these like roads were leading back. And I was like, man, that would, you know, that would be amazing to go. Now, at this point in my game, why would I want to go there? Is there going to be a benefit? Always, if it's education, I think there could be some benefit. Um, but I think it's the challenge of even seeing, is it even possible for somebody, you know, like me to even think about it? Now, when you think about Harvard, let's just start with their acceptance rate. They have one of the lowest, if not the lowest acceptance rate of all colleges. Like out of everybody that applies, it's like 5% acceptance rate. You know, that means out of every 100 people, we're talking five people get accepted. So that alone, to even be able to get to go and to be able to get, you know, to be accepted into an institution like a Harvard, that alone is something that's a little um, scary. Because if you knew, you know, just think about anything, 5% is nothing. You know, if you knew that, you know, you had a 95% because you could look at that one of two ways. You could look at it as I've got a 5% chance of getting accepted or you could look at it like I've got a 95% chance of not getting accepted, of failing. So there's a couple different ways you could look at it. But when I heard that and I found out that statistic and I'm just doing all this research live, like I'm you know, kind of going on and documenting this journey um, because that's my goal is to get accepted into Harvard, to go through the education and the training and to graduate with a, a degree and then to become the president of the United States. No, I'm just kidding about that last part. I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> whoa, 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 don't dream too big, right? Don't dream too big. Um, so, I mean, I think, you know, next to becoming president, graduating from Harvard, for me, it's probably like one in the same. Because as we were learning about a lot of these people that went to Harvard and graduated, there's a lot of presidents that have been presidents of the United States of America that have gone through those halls. So it's a, you know, it's a, a symbol in America being the oldest institution, um, being our first like institution, our first university education um, university established in the 1600s. Um, the people that have gone through that, those halls, the people that have gone, you know, on that campus in Cambridge, Massachusetts. I mean, it's remarkable. And to be amongst those, and the, those people aren't there, but, you know, just like anything, if you were, if you were to, to go to through that institution, you know, it, it's held in such high regard all over the world. And it's not just in the United States. I mean, people from all over the world um, know Harvard University is like the top of the top. And I, I shared with you a lot of schools, you know, like if a school says, it's kind of like any company that's like first in class, like you think about Uber, and you think about all these other companies that are created that are like, oh, we're the Uber of fill in the blank. We're the Uber of 
blah, 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 whatever. You know, we're the Uber of the hair industry. We're the Uber of, you know, a pizza company is like, we're the Uber of pizza. We're the Uber of this. Any company that says they're the Uber of, they use that word because they know like that company or that, um, that brand is known as being best in class. Um, so that's when you hear that, when you hear somebody say, oh, we're the Harvard of hair schools. We're the Harvard of, you know, whatever school like they're gonna they're really saying like we are the best so you you use that word the expectation goes way up like if you found out somebody and and to me you know if i hear like oh so and so graduated from and there's a few universities that when you hear the name you're like oh that's like the real deal like when you hear the name you're like oh okay we're not messing around when you hear the name, and Harvard is one of those, and you hear somebody, oh, so-and-so graduated, you think like Harvard, um, you think like Yale, you think maybe uh, Princeton, all of these Ivy League schools, um, Stanford, those, those are the schools when you hear if somebody says, oh, they graduated from this place or that place, you, your expectation already goes up. So that's number one. Without even, without even having the the knowledge of what they're about without even really knowing anything else about them. That's kind of like where your reputation precedes you because when you hear somebody say, oh, um, they graduated from Harvard, you're already thinking, boom. You know, in our industry, you know, it's kind of like in, in Paul Mitchell. You know, if you went to a Paul Mitchell school, there's a more higher expectation um, that you're going to be able to perform and you better deliver, right? Because if not, you're you're not only um, letting yourself down, but you're letting that person down, but you're also letting that institution down as well. Um, so if somebody uses that word Harvard, it better be the real deal. And, and you don't throw that word around lightly. So that reputation is already there. And so that's why I think those gates, they're not just letting anybody in because if you, you know, they have to protect that reputation. They have to protect um, everything that they stand for. And so 5%, just think about that. 5% of people, 5% um, of the applicants are accepted. That's a crazy number. And they get a lot of applications every year, I'm sure. I don't know the exact number. We'll research that and we'll figure that out. But 5% are accepted. Um, and so today, what I wanted to talk about today and kind of share a little bit more about um, Harvard is there's as I'm doing my research and I'm looking at like the application process and I'm on their website they've got a lot of websites so it's a little overwhelming I'm not gonna lie and there's a lot of different Harvards right there's different schools there's different parts of the the university there's Harvard the college so we're gonna talk a little bit about those today because I have to really you know as I'm looking at this I have to figure out a uh, where the hell am I going I mean am I going to Harvard business school? Am I going to Harvard University? Am I going to Harvard College? So that's the first thing I got to figure out. So if you guys are just jumping on, um, share the stream, share, invite some friends, uh, let people know whether you're watching on Instagram Live, whether you're watching on one of the Facebook pages. Um, if you're listening to this live broadcast on Twitter, you can share the stream. Um, if you're listening to it on the podcast, you may be, that means you must be listening to it in the future because the podcast isn't live but if you are listening to it on the podcast thanks for being here and share the podcast whether you're on spotify apple wherever you're listening to it so we're we've got all these streams going and i want you guys to help spread the word 
And I'm, I'm asking all of you guys that, you know, join me um, and come and hang out with Storytime, you know, to be my kind of support team. Um, I see Elena's here. Elena's been here like every single day. I'm starting to wonder if she's, uh, you know, missing school. I don't want I don't want that to be the case. But thank you for being here. Um, and everybody that comes into Storytime every day. Uh, you guys are my support team. You know, you're my cheerleaders. Um, you'll be rooting me on whether you know it or not. Um, you could be flowing some energy my way, uh, letting me know um, to keep going because this is going to be a, a long road. So as I'm charting this out and I'm sharing this um, with the world, you know, it's kind of a little bit, you know, um, I guess you could say a little bit scary in a sense because like I don't really know that much about it and I'm learning about it little by little. And I want to be a part of that 5% that gets accepted, but I very well, like the odds are higher for me to be a part of the 95% um, because I haven't been the regular education in a long time, like in a classroom or in a, never been to college, never even considered college. Um, I considered it. I guess college didn't consider me because I wasn't, I wasn't a student, uh, I guess you could say a scholar. You know, I didn't really take school seriously in high school and so I really didn't have options like that you know because I didn't apply myself you know in in, in the beginning going into college or going into to high school and even going into those couple of years when people started talking about college I thought to myself maybe I'll go to college but then I started to think yeah I don't have a chance at hell at getting into any college um, and I was trying to play sports and I just I never really got you know to that level of being like oh I'm gonna get like a scholarship to some like college or university. There were a couple I remember that were mentioned, um, but it wasn't anything. Never panned out, so I was just like oh well, um, and that's you know what led me just to go into the military after high school um, because I, I I got in there I got it I got accepted. Um, so it was about a lot about being accepted, and so when people apply to universities you know and you're waiting uh, on their response you know that's nerve-wracking right you're becoming vulnerable because you're like am I gonna get accepted now if you go to a school that has a 5% acceptance rate imagine like the nerves of submitting that application you know trying to make sure it's just right so when you submit it you can have a chance and then imagine the waiting period that we're gonna have to go through and wait to hear back did they accept me? Like acceptance is something that everybody wants. Acceptance is something that everybody needs. Um, but if you go for a school and everybody's accepted, it doesn't really, it kind of loses the allure. It loses the magic. It loses the, wow, I got accepted. So did everyone else, right? <laughs> so when I went in the military, I mean, there were people that, that um, didn't, you know, make it. Um, but it was it was pretty easy. I mean, it's a volunteer thing, but it was pretty easy to get into. And you know, I just had to, I just had to really say I was willing to to go. I was willing to go, and and they were like, all right, come on. Especially the branch that I went into, very few people even want to go into that branch because it's it's you know known as a hard branch, not to get into, but just hard. Period. The work. Um, it's. I guess you would say. 
if you were to say, I mean, I look at it as if you were to say it was, it's the, out of all the militaries, like out of all the colleges, like Harvard's the cream of the crop, I would say out of the militaries. And now if you're not, if you're with another branch, you know, we always have fun, you know, saying that we are the best. Um, but the Marine Corps, I would say is like the, maybe the Harvard of the military. Um, but the acceptance process, you know, it's not like 5%. It's not like you go and say, I want to volunteer to serve in the military. And they're going to be like, well, you know, we're only letting, you know, so many people. And you do take a test, fairly easy to pass, like a written test. You do have to do a physical fitness test, fairly easy to pass, especially if you're going in at 18 years old. I mean, you should, you know, be fine, right? It's not like, um, but now when you're talking about these applicants going to Harvard, you're putting in your application against people all over the country and they're only accepting five percent of people so that's a little scary so we will um we'll find out but today i want to take a look at some of these so there's a few websites so you you've got harvard.edu which is kind of like the main website and then once you go through harvard.edu um, there's these other websites because on harvard.edu what you see here and i'm kind of looking at this as I'm talking to you guys, um, you see like it's got all these different tabs and then there's a tab, schools. Now under schools, they've got business, they've got college, they've got continuing education, they've got dental, they've got design, they've got divinity, they've got education, they've got engineering, they've got faculty of arts and sciences, government, that's 10 already, graduate, law, medical, public health, Radcliffe, that's 15. That's under schools. 15 schools listed on harvard.edu under schools. So I, I don't know, right? And I'm looking at the history because I want, you know, I want a part of it is, yeah, is the history of the school, is the history of the oldest institution in the United States of America. That's a part of it, you know? And so when you're looking into the research, right, we talked about John Harvard, who's the, um, the benefactor who the school is named after, you know, him being the, the person that really kicked everything off, left that library, 400 books, half of his estate, and that's when it all started. Um, and you're talking about the oldest institution in the United States. That's a specific uh, part of Harvard and that's what we're talking about and I think I think that's where I'm, I'm trying to go to right I think and because when as I'm looking at this right you got Harvard EDU right and then you have so if you go under schools and you have college so if you go to under college that's going to take you to a different website there's college.harvard.edu and so that's their undergraduate program. And I'm definitely an undergraduate. So I think that's where I'm at, <laughs> I think. And I'm, again, like I said, I'm learning this. I'm kind of learning as I go um, because I don't really know. I mean, I've never even started exploring this. So I'm kind of learning it all at the same time. But when we're looking at some of the, um, some of the information, when you get into the history of Harvard, you know, the school came into existence in 1636. And so that's where John Harvard, so that's where the college is. So I think that's where I'm applying to, you know, and, and I think I think that's where I want to go. I did discover, though, along the way, they do have something called the Harvard Extension School. 
which I thought was interesting because you guys, I'm not, I didn't like, I'm not graduating high school. Like, yeah, like I got summer vacation and I got like nothing going on. I'm, I'm actively running a company right now and I'm trying to go to Harvard. So, um, that seems a little interesting. How the hell are you going to do that, Sonny? Did you ever think about that? Yeah, I did actually. Um, so I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. So I'm looking at Harvard. There's Harvard Extension School. So Harvard Extension School is a, is a part of Harvard. You could graduate from the Extension School. They do have the undergraduate degree and you can do it and from what it looks like what it's about is it's about it's designed for those people that are um, active you know professionals you're working you have a you know have a job and I'll give you their I'll give you their uh, their mission who we are we are Harvard extended to the world for every type of adult <laughs> like every type of adult that's interesting like what kind of adults are you what type are you um, so we are Harvard extended to the world for every type of adult learner. We serve students seeking part-time online courses and non-residential programs to advance their career or pursue an academic passion. Our offerings include an undergraduate degree, graduate degrees, graduate certificates, and then more than 900 online and on-campus courses. So to get a degree from Harvard, right? That's, the, I guess, would that be the undergraduate degree? And it says here, we are a fully accredited Harvard school. Our degrees, our degrees and certificates are adorned with the Harvard University insignia. They carry the weight of that lineage. Our graduates walk at Harvard University commencement and become members of the Harvard Alumni Association. As one of 12 degree-granting institutions at Harvard University, we teach to the largest and most eclectic student body. Our students come to us from every time zone, every culture, and career background, every age from 18 to 89. And I shared with you guys yesterday, like the oldest graduate ever, I think was that 89-year-old. That was awesome. That was inspiring. Uh, and then it says here, students, our students have one thing in common the motivation to take the next challenging step in their lives. That sounds like me. Uh, they find that challenge here where our academic standards are high and our resources extensive. Is Harvard Extension School the right fit for you? Question mark. Whatever your learning goals, Harvard Extension School can help you achieve them. Learn about the value of, Har of a Harvard Extension School education. And I thought this was pretty cool because I didn't really know, like I saw the term Extension School and I didn't really know, but especially right now, you know, with COVID going on, some of the colleges are like, are we gonna? So they are kind of ahead of the game. I don't know when they started the Harvard Extension School, but they're kind of ahead of the game because they're already into this you know, kind of like distant learning mindset. Um, so I'm doing a little research on that one. So Harvard Extension School. There's HBS, which is Harvard Business School. A lot of people that I've studied, like that I found out, you know, went to Harvard and they didn't actually go to Harvard College, which is the undergraduate, like Harvard. Like when you think about like where Mark Zuckerberg was in that movie Social Network, you think about, I'm pretty sure, I don't actually, I got to double check on Obama and the presidents. I believe though that they went to 
Harvard College. Like they were, you know, on campus, you know, in the halls of Harvard. Like that's the the main kind of set where you go through, get your degree, and then you move on to Harvard University where you get, you have a graduate degree. So if you already have a bachelor's, you know, a graduate degree, you could go to Harvard University and that's where that whole list of schools comes in. So I was a little confused in the beginning because I'm thinking like Harvard University, Harvard University, but there's also Harvard College. And then there's this Harvard Extension School where you can get the undergraduate degree, which you would get from Harvard College. And so, hmm, that's kind of what I've discovered so far. And then there's HBS, which is a whole nother website, hbs.edu, which is Harvard Business School. And so I'll give you a little download on Harvard Business School. And Harvard Business School talks about, we educate leaders who make a difference in the world. And so let's take a little look at Harvard Business School. So they have a two-year full-time residential program with a focus on real world practice. And that's where the MBA comes in. We hear like the master, I think that's the, stands for like master business administration, I believe, MBA, sounds about right. Um, they have executive education also, which they have programs for individuals and organizations designed to help experienced executives expand their global perspective and lead at a higher level. And so they have a couple different options there, but, those are more either you have a degree and then you're going to go to HBS, which a lot of people have gone. A lot of those people, um, the notable graduates, I went over that list a few episodes back, that long list. And you can you can see like HBS, they, they put out people, uh, people that are leading the world, they're leading the companies, they're leading the organizations, um, whether it be in politics, whether it be in business. Um, so... And, and all of these, like, so that a lot of them, they may have gone to whatever college and then gone there. So that's another option, so HBS. But the, the bread and butter is gonna be going through um, undergraduate studies. And so that's where I think I'm kind of navigating towards um, and I'm learning about that. So next, next thing is I've gotta you know, start looking into the application. Now I did notice on the Harvard Extension School, there were like courses that you can take. It's almost like a pre-admission um, type of scenario where you take these courses and you get, a, you get a grade. You're able to achieve at least like, I think it was a B in these courses. There's like three of them. Then you're kind of in the game. So they're like, it's almost like a tryout. <laughs> it's almost like you could try out, you could take these courses and you pass them, we'll let you in, but you fail them, good luck. Have fun wherever you go. Um, so that's even, a, I guess, a mechanism to maybe, I don't know if I would say weed out, but it kind of seems like weeding out, like maybe people that aren't gonna hack it. And these are courses that you have to pay for. Um, financial aid, we'll have to get into that. Um, because that's not, not in my budget right now uh, to afford a Harvard um, education. and But what I am finding out though is they do have financial aid. So we're gonna explore what that process is. But getting the application and getting accepted is gonna be part of the first step because I don't believe they're they're not gonna give you right financial aid unless you get accepted. 
So pay the application fee, do the application. And I'm gonna take you guys like through the application. We're gonna look at that together. Uh, I'll probably do a couple like separate videos outside of the lives. Um, and you know kind of me going through the application so you can kind of watch me filling it out and I have no clue what I'm gonna I have no clue what I'm doing um, and I'm learning and maybe some people out there that you know are part of Harvard faculty and staff I'll contact them and then you guys can watch and listen in on those conversations um, and maybe some of them are listening or watching maybe they'll contact me and say hey I'm I'm the uh, I'm the guy who's got the dream to come to your school and have never been to any school um, besides hair school in my life. Uh, I guess the schools in the military count. Those are some schools I went to, but yeah, I'm the guy. So here I come. And like, why do you want to go? I want to see if I'm me. It's, it, it's possible, right? You're supposed to like, you put out the best, the top leaders in the world. And I want to be amongst those giants, you know, walking amongst giants. That's what I look at it like, you know, and I'm, I'm going to be... Um, trying as hard as I can to make this dream become a reality. Um, so that's HBS. So we've got Harvard College, you've got Harvard University with all those schools, and then you've got the Harvard Extension School as options. Now, I'm going to go back to the Extension School for a second. So in the Harvard Extension School, there's a couple things here. Oh, here's the history. So the origin of Harvard Extension School can be tracked or traced back to 1835 when John Lau Jr. founded the Lau Institute. In his will, Lau Jr. funded an organization that provided Boston with free public lectures on a variety of subjects. The Institute quickly gained an influence presence, an influential presence. Oliver Wendell Holmes, a lecturer at the Institute, remarked, no nobler or more helpful institution exists in America than Boston's Lau Institute. And in 1906 to 07, A. Lawrence Lau, a trustee of the Lau Institute and Harvard professor of government, revealed a plan to offer public courses in collaboration with Harvard University. In 1909, when Lau became president of Harvard, he made that vision a reality. In 1910, Lau funded the Commission of Extension Courses. 1910, good job. Lau funded the, uh, founded the Commission of Extension Courses, hailed by the Boston Evening Transcript as a new milestone in education. He saw the commission as an experiment in popular education. The goal was to serve those in the community who had the ability and desire to attend college, but had other obligations that kept them from traditional schools. Uh, that sounds like me. We have held steadfast to Lau's vision for over a century. Today, more than 14,000 students join us in our classrooms and more than 800 degrees and 1,000 certificates are awarded each year. That's pretty cool. So 1835, Lau was already thinking about this. So if you're an education institution and you're thinking about this in the, like the 1800s, 1900s, man, like that's a visionary. That's pretty impressive because I know there's a lot of schools right now that never, I mean, think about when the coronavirus hit and all of a sudden all these schools are having to figure out distance education that never even contemplated it. 
Um, and they were thinking about this back in the early 1900s. Damn. That's why they're Harvard. That's why they're the top. That's why they're that's why they're on the on the top of the food chain here. Um, so they got a little timeline of everything that happened. And so yeah, 1980, so they had the first annual lecture. It's given by McGregory Bundy. Um, 1979, Harvard University Extension introduces an ALM, Master of Liberal Arts degree, health careers program, uh, pre-medical starts. That was 1979. 1980, the first annual Lao Lecture. 83, Harvard, Extension, Harvard University Extension establishes a coat of arms. Then the Grossman Library of University for University Extension moves to Sever Hall. In 85, University Extension becomes Harvard Extension School. So they used to call it University Extension. And then the Harvard Division of Continuing Education, including Harvard Extension School, Harvard Summer School, and Harvard Institute for Learning in Retirement is formally established. Then they have Harvard Extension offers its first computer-based distance learning courses teleteaching. This is in 1985. 1985. That is impressive because they're way ahead of, I don't know, everyone. Um, 1989, the first Harvard Extension teleteaching courses um, is offered in China. That was in 89. In 96, they had Career and Academic Resources Center that opened up. In 97, they had the Harvard had 100 um, distance learners in Alaska, Hawaii, and other states. And then distance education moves to streaming video and audio in 1997. In 1999, distance education strategic plan is implemented. Man, I have a, an aspiration, another aspiration. I got a lot of them, sorry. Another dream, another goal um, is to open up a, a school. Um, at some point, I don't know if it'll be a Paul Mitchell school. I don't know if it'll just be a 1.0 school. I don't know if it'll be um, like an advanced academy where you we only train licensed already professionals, um, but some or we take people from day one all the way through. But I've that's another dream of mine. I, I've always known like at some point I I want to do that and I will do that. And I've talked about it a little bit. Um, the business of beauty, you know, academy. Um, and I think about that. I'm like, if I were to open a school, like I'm going to study schools, right? So this is, I guess, going to be a helpful part of my research, you know, because not only, you know, going through Harvard, but I'm going to be studying and learning everything about how the schools operated and knowing that they were, they're the kind of visionaries that they are, that they were already doing, you know, distance education um, in 1997, 99, they're doing, you know, classes, video streaming, audio. I mean, there's a lot there. You know, so in 99, they had their distance education strategic plan implemented. In 2003, Harvard Extension offers Alpha Sigma Lambda honors to ALB graduates. And then in 2005, their first distance education courses offered as podcast. Damn, nice, right? They're like getting onto that audio. Um, and then in 2007, first collaborative learning courses open mixing in class and online learners. 2013, Huntington D. Lambert becomes the Dean of the Division of Continuing Education 
at uni and University Extension. And then in 15, HBX, Harvard Business School's Online Digital Education Initiative and Harvard Extension School partner to offer college level credit for students taking the HBX credential of readiness, which they call CORE. And then in 2016, Smithsonian Institute of Harvard Extension partner to offer museum studies students the opportunity to take courses with Smithsonian staff and study on site in Washington, DC. So this is, I think, really a part of the future of education. You know, every single school, including the school that I'm going to open in the future, um, is really going to need to think about distance learning. Um, the world, you know, we have technology now that I think, I mean, I'm talking to people all over the world. I see people that are coming in and out of um, the live stream. And I see afterwards when I look at some of the data and I look at people that have watched, I see people from all over the globe that are watching these videos. And I can do these, you know, at my house. I could do these in my car. I could do these, you know, and I could reach people all around the world. So schools, I mean, there's no school that opens up, I think, from now, especially because of what just happened with the coronavirus, you know, can can even even think about just being a physical location. You have to be, you know, physical and digital. And I think the same way about salons. I mean, I'm talking to so many salon owners right now. I'm just like, they're like, well, you know, what's one thing I could do um, right now? If you give me like a hot take or a business tip, I'm like, get online, get online, get online, get online, get digital, get digital, get digital. Because, you know, if you ever find that your business needs to close again, coronavirus or whatever virus or whatever, 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 what are you going to do? You know, you just, oh, well, I, I, I can't. I can't do anything because I have to be somewhere to do it. Yeah, well, you better be online. That somewhere better be part of your strategy. So they were way ahead of the game. So props to Harvard for that. Good job, guys. And then their commitment to the future of education. So this um, last little bit here. Our, as our world transitions fully to the knowledge economy, Harvard Extension School stands at the forefront of the greatest wave in education, that of open access and active learning. No one knows precisely what universities of the future will look like, but we can predict with some confidence that they will emphasize what we already value, increased quality and clear satisfaction of student expectations with some combination of online and on-campus interaction, recognizing that different students learn in different ways. Our end goal is the creation of new knowledge and the preservation of academic freedoms. We uphold the great liberal arts tradition, which challenges students to think deeply and critically, an asset in any pursuit. Very true. Um, we're also expanding access to higher education through online courses, summer courses, and hybrid courses, which blend online and on campus to meet the diverse needs of you, our students. In this regard, Harvard Extension School can serve as a working model for our field. What matters to us is your commitment, not only to your own growth, but to our global society. Together, we can make future generations stronger, more informed, and ready for the challenges ahead. Beautifully said, mic drop. That's a wrap, folks. That's the end of the episode right there. I can't even, I don't even wanna to touch, I don't wanna add any more to that. It was beautifully said, visionary. Um, so now I'm, I'm finding out why Harvard is 
the top at the top of the you know the food chain at the top of the game why they're looked at as number one because that's pretty powerful i mean they were already changing the game they were so far ahead of i mean so every anybody if you watch if you if you're watching this you own a school you go to a school you um are going to open a school you better tell them hey you better look at what harvard's up to because yeah they've been around since the 1600s and so there is that mystique and that that history that rich history of being that first institution but they're not staying in the 1600s they're in like 2020 they were in 2020 20 years ago because they already had the foresight to get the distance education and start thinking about this way ahead of time um so that's an option so we've got harvard university we've got harvard extension school we've got harvard business school um there's also harvard summer school um, which we'll you know have to look into a little bit more um, but knowing that there's all of these options is is yeah it's a little overwhelming because it's a lot like you know what do we do um, but I, I think knowing that there's a lot of different options it's also reassuring to know that I mean this dream may be actually we might pull this thing off because I was thinking man I'm just gonna have no option you know have to just move to Boston and go to the school I mean I think with Harvard Extension School they did say there's online and there's on campus because they do want you to have some of that on campus experience but but that doesn't look like I have to maybe move there I mean I would I would definitely you know move um, to Boston if that was the option because I'm not gonna let my location be um, you know limited you know, I can't go to that school because I'm I live in Florida. Well, no, you, you live wherever you live. You can move. You're not a tree, right? I always tell people you're not a tree. You're not like in the ground like that tree. And I'm looking out my window. There's a tree. That tree. That this is that tree's location. That tree ain't moving, um, without being ripped out of the ground. And then it's probably a wrap for that tree. But I'm not a tree. You're not a tree. So when you want something, you can move. You can go out there and get it. So that's what it came down to. You guys will be watching me live from Boston, um, but it looks like there's some options here. So that's reassuring. That's exciting. Um, that's something that I'm looking forward to exploring some more. We have some options. And then there's a lot of options beyond just the degree. I mean, with all these different schools and some of these courses, they're not like credits. They're not like college credits. So you could take them even if it's a one-off, like say you just want to be better, learn more about business leadership or some of these executive courses. They have some of these on here where you can take and you just you get a certificate for completing the course. Um, so and they're not college credits, but they're like certificate programs. So they have, they said over 900 online. So you could do online. I mean, what better investment if you're going to pay for education, right? Pay for the best. I mean, that's what I that's what I'm thinking. And that's why I'm looking at Harvard. I mean, it's it's like if I'm going to, it's kind of like, you know, that's how my mind works. I'm like, if you're going to go to college, you know, go to the best one ever, right? Go to the best one. I mean, you know, somebody that didn't go there is going to be like, oh, that's not the best. But yeah, I mean, um, then why is it, why is it uh, producing the number number one producer of all these different leaders from presidents to executives to anybody who's, I mean, done anything? You know, some of the, you can trace their roots and their lineage back there. I don't know. Maybe because they know what the hell they're doing. I think that's why. I think that's why. That's what I would say. Um, so yeah, if you're going to go, go for the best. Some of these certificate programs that they have, pretty cool. I'm um, just clicking through a couple other tabs on their website. So Harvard University, harvard.edu. Um, so that's where we're starting. We're starting with the undergraduate degree. Um, so I think if you guys, you know, 
are interested in coming to Harvard, <laughs> like I'm already there. If you guys want to go to Harvard with me, go to harvard.edu and sign up. No, um, but I'm excited to keep this journey going. I'm excited to have you guys joining me. Um, hopefully, you'll you'll continue um, to support me as I experience all of these different things and I'll be sharing with you documenting the entire journey as I'm going through the experience, through the application process, um, through the um, hopefully, you know, hopefully, hopefully being able to to say, yes, I got accepted. I made it. I'm in. Like I think getting accepted might be more exciting than graduating from there, right? Because looking at the, the numbers, um, I saw an article, interesting article I saw this morning. There's a company called Blinkist. And they said Blinkist is a company that has a um, that's harder to get into than Harvard. So I was like, what? Now that I'm looking up Harvard stuff, like everywhere I go, I'm seeing Harvard, 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 because that's how the reticular activating system, there's a little part in your brain um, that once you have something in your mind, you start seeing it everywhere. You know, it's like if you ever go and you, you get a car, right? If you get a new car and you never had that car before, the minute you get that car, now everywhere you start driving, you start seeing that car everywhere, your, whatever your car is. And the reason that happens is because the RAS, this little piece of, of your brain that's the reticular activating system, that you have something in your mind, it starts showing up. It's not like all of a sudden everyone started buying that car. That car has always been there. But now that you're in tune to it, you start seeing it everywhere. And that's what happened to me. So now every time I'm online, I'm looking over, I'm looking at something, I see Harvard's popping up, Harvard's popping up. So this morning I was on, you know, looking at a totally unrelated thing about Starbucks. I was looking at something. And then all of a sudden I see at the bottom a little article, oh, the, the company that's harder to get into than Harvard. I was like, what? So I click on it. So it's Blinkist. So Blinkist has a lower, I think it's like 4%. Um, they have so many applicants that try to get a job there and like 4% actually get hired. I was like, damn, because Harvard's at like five. So that's going to be a challenge. We're going to find out. Maybe after we go to Harvard, we'll get a job at Blinkist. Maybe. Why not? Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. So hopefully you guys uh, got some, learned a couple things today about Harvard and and um, maybe got inspired a little bit. You know, And, and my message really in a big part of me I'm doing this and taking these these steps is really to to challenge myself um, to really you know look at the American dream right people come to our country and it's like the reason people want to come to our country is because in America you know anything can happen right you can do anything anything is possible um, and that's what people believe and that's what I believe I believe you know if you're born here you already like hit the lottery by just being born in America you're you know you're in the you're in the stadium already but people come from all over the world they want to come here because of the opportunity and so if anything is possible in America is it possible for me to go to Harvard if I set my mind to it if I'm willing to take the steps and do it um, so to prove it to myself uh, maybe to prove it to my you know future generations of my family and figure out you know, maybe everybody that's out there that has something in their mind that thinks may be impossible, maybe to inspire you guys to take some of those steps and go after something. But it's got to make you feel uncomfortable. I mean, it's not like, oh, I want to do a push-up. Like, yeah, that's something. But something that seems really impossible, is it possible? And I think in America, I think it is. And so that's what a, a big part of this journey is about. 
and I'll be, you know, you know, and I'll be getting the best education um, really in the world. That's another, that's a benefit for me. Um, and the benefit for me also is just seeing something happen that may also be able to inspire so many people. So hopefully you guys got inspired and learned a couple things today about Harvard and will continue to follow me along the journey. My Harvard journey is the hashtag I'll be using on all my posts, all my live streams, all my everywhere. Um, so you can check that out. I'll be tagging any pictures that are related to my journey or any videos that I put out, the application process as we continue to move forward with this. I'll be using that hashtag, my Harvard journey. I'm so excited to have you guys back. I'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Hopefully you have an amazing rest of your day this Thursday and uh, you start thinking about some of those seemingly impossible dreams um, and, and start moving towards them a little bit. It's only a small step, right? It's you know, take a little inch. Sometimes it's like when you, you know, when you're in the dark and you don't know what's around the corner, you're afraid to move at all. But if you just kind of take a little inch, inch a little bit further, inch a little bit further, every time you go, you'll be able to see just a little bit further. And that's what I want to inspire people to be able to um, take some of those steps. Um, no matter, you know, what color your skin is, um, no matter where you grew up, no matter um, where you, you know, if you had parents, if you didn't have parents, if you're poor, if you're, you're rich, no matter your circumstances, if you're willing to take a couple of steps, I think you can make um, anything happen. And that's what, um, that's what I want to be an example of um, for everybody. So thank you guys for being here for Storytime. Um, please share this post. Please share this video. Please share this podcast with your friends, with your family, with anybody you love or that you care about. And I will see you guys back here tomorrow morning for another episode of Storytime. Have a great day, and I will talk to you guys soon. Hey guys, Sunny here again. Hopefully you guys were inspired by that episode. I had a lot of fun researching and recording that and sharing those different insights. And um, as you can see, I mean, Harvard was really ahead of the game. They were ahead of their time. I mean, when they were thinking about distance learning, um, nobody even ever even heard of the COVID you know, virus and thought that not going back to the campus may have to be uh, something to consider. But really, they started it from a place of wanting to reach as many people with the education as possible. And I'm sure it's paid off big time dividends, especially right now when, you know, so many colleges had to close and may be closed uh, for a period of time going into the new fall, you know, class coming in. So I think it was pretty interesting to learn that and gave me a lot of insight into my own businesses and ideas and aspirations moving forward. And I'm excited to continue this journey. So hopefully you guys will be joining and supporting. Make sure you can follow the hashtag MyHarvardJourney. I'll be using in all of my posts, all of my content, whenever I am discussing the topic, sharing the process, you know, going on campus, doing anything related. I'll be using my hashtag my Harvard journey. So follow along. I need your support. I need your belief. I need your push. I need your 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 encouragement as I continue this. And um, you'll hear it on the podcast. You'll hear it in all of the podcasts. If you want to check any of the future, past, or present episodes, you can go to yfyipodcast.com. Leave a rating. Leave a review. Um, that will help. And until next time, guys, thanks for tuning in to the YFYI podcast. And remember, this is the place where you come to learn how to build your business right once or else you will be doomed to have to build it again. So and thanks for listening and I will talk to you soon.